Hello everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today our show is all for those people out there watching this show that are stuck somewhere in their life. I have a, um, an expert on how to get unstuck um, and she is the host of the Get Unstuck Cafe. Um, and I would like to you to please help me introduce and, and bring to the show uh, Remy Chalsay. How are you Remy? Hi, it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. I know that you are an expert on getting out of the dark. <laughs> Only from um, personal experience. <laughs> yeah. Don't we all? Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, what we might do, first of all, is just start with uh, with your background and your story and how you got into being such an expert on this. Well, the way I got into it was, was pretty painful. I was out for a walk one evening and the thought occurred to me, oh my God, I am being abused by my minister and my church, and P.S., the minister was my husband. And so I was in this place of betrayal on every level. Everything I ever believed in got ripped out from under me. Didn't know who to confide in, who to talk to, who to turn to, and spent most of my days on my hallway floor sobbing, into the carpet or screaming at the heavens, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? And I tried to find somebody to help me get out of this place and couldn't find anyone that had this particular expertise for what I was going through. And just in, in the research and the interviews and trying to figure this out, over time developed some pretty cool tools that got me unstuck and as I began to share them with other people, they were like, wow. <laughs> If I could get unstuck that fast, that would be so awesome. And so I started doing these workshops and using some of these exercises. And so I thought we might play with that today. Excellent, excellent. Because, I mean, and that's the thing, like I, it doesn't matter what you do um, or where you are in life. I mean, we have moments where we really do get stuck. Um, and whether it's our, our marriage or our career or anything like that. So, so why don't we start with, with something you know, that people can apply today that's going to be able to help them get unstuck. The first thing to know about getting stuck is don't stay there. <laughs> and that's our human tendency is to focus on what's wrong, to try to solve the problem. And all that does is keep us stuck in it, as you, as you know. So one of my most popular exercises I call Find the Positive. And so what I would want everyone to do, and you can play along, Natalie, is to think of a place where you might be feeling stuck right now. And as you reflect on that challenge, I want you to think of one positive thing about it, just one, because if you can get to one, you can get to five positive things. And if you can get to five, you can get to 10. If you get to 10, you can get to 20. And I promise you, it will resolve before you ever get to 20. Now, I realize that some challenges are more challenging than others, like the loss of a loved one. So the time frame may change, but the principle is the same. So as an example, let's say that somebody is stuck in a relationship issue. Um, I had someone who came to me who was in a relationship, but the guy didn't know, right? I hate when that happens. And she had just mocked up her whole future with this guy, and he wasn't even in it. And that's where she found herself stuck. And so I asked her to find just one positive thing. And that was a challenge, which is why I said you have to start with one and keep going. But the thing was, now she had clarity. And her second positive was, well, now I have time to spend with my girlfriends. And one that I put on the table for her was, now you have the time and space to develop your values because you had one missing or a value that you ignored. Because in the instance of a breakup of any kind, it's often not the thing you think it is, but a misalignment of values. Does that make sense? That makes absolute sense. 
Yes. Because that's the thing, we can build up this whole scenario in our mind and like you said, like the more that we focus on and worry about what might happen um, or you know, the situation that we think it is, um, it just makes it expand and makes it get a whole lot bigger. Um, so that's, I mean, that's yeah. awesome practical information. Um, and, and that can be applied, it doesn't matter what kind of area of life that you've got, to, that, that you're stuck in. Yes. I had a guy come through one of my workshops who had been unemployed for four months. He lost his job making 300000 a year. And in order to save his house and his family, he had to take a new job at half the salary. And he was devastated. His ego was bruised. His wife was mad at him and all of that. But when we looked at it and I said, let's look for a positive, he said, well, you know, every day for four months I did send my resume out, you know, and I did and I did get the job, but I also every day had time to spend with my family that I otherwise wouldn't have had, and they wouldn't have had that time with me. So that the idea is to get to one and to then to five, ten, twenty. And what will happen is you'll either get a new perspective or sometimes you'll finally ask the right question that leads you to the right answer. But you gotta start with one. Absolutely. And and then really what you're saying is like step outside of the situation for a moment and look at all the positives and the more that you do that, the more that that will expand. Yes. Yeah. And you get you get into this area where you begin to attract to you those things that you want. You get you know more in touch with your vision instead of getting into this downward spiral of oh my god, oh my god, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah, it's a management of energy. Exactly. And then and then the second exercise that we often lead into in my workshops, I call finding your soul self or finding your spiritual self. Now, for those who don't want to go too woo-woo on this, sometimes it's finding the bigger me or the better me or the inner genius or something like that. So whatever label works for you. But what I would want you to do on a piece of paper or on the slate of your imagination is to draw two stick figures, one on the left and one on the right. And then you would draw a big circle around the one on the right, and that circle represents your soul. It's bigger than you are. It encompasses everything that you are. If it were the other way around and it were inside your physical body, it'd be too much energy and your body would just explode, right? So it's bigger than you are, and we would call that your soul self or whatever label you're comfortable with. And then underneath the left figure, we would name that your ego self, or some people say my, the big me, the little me, right? And then what I like to do is to draw a dashed line between the two to represent tension like a rubber band because your ego or someone else's ego can stretch you away or pull you away from your soul self. And that's who you are and who you're meant to be and what your purpose in life is. And so every life challenge will try and stretch you away or somebody else's challenge will try and pull you away. And so every life challenge is asking you to align with your soul self, your purpose in life. So I like to put a label on this tension line and I call it responsibility because it would be irresponsible to allow yourself to stretch away, especially to stretch so far away that that line could snap and you just lose yourself. Who am I and what am I supposed to do and what happened to me and all these questions, right? Mm -hmm. So this is usually what people ask me. Well, what am I supposed to align with? What are the qualities of my soul self? So we could write down some words. Here's where I am so far, right? So we could write down some words over here to describe the soul self and we could write down things like um, compassion, gratitude, inspiration, intuition, flexibility, wisdom, clarity, and one of my favorite words is reverence. 
the reason I like this word is that I used to think that I wanted people around me who trusted, admired, and respected me. You know, the raving fans. And then when I, one day I realized for somebody to trust, admire, and respect me, there would have to be judgment present based on who they think I should or shouldn't be. I didn't like that so much. But the idea of reverence is holding honor for someone. I honor who you are and where you are on your journey, and I expect you to hold the same honor for me. And this is how you can be sure that no one will ever attempt to invalidate you or put you down or disrespect you or dishonor you when you hold reverence for yourself and you hold reverence for them. So, Natalie, you can probably think of some other qualities of the soul self. Yeah, absolutely. Well, love is a big one that comes to mind. Yeah. You know, love, understanding, um, empathy. Yeah. Um, I know that you said compassion and compassion is a really big one of that. But I, I love the fact that you draw attention to our spiritual self um, because that is a very a big part of who we are. And for a lot of us, we, we look at ourselves and we go, well, um, you know, we think that we're our personality. We think that we're our programs and patterns. We think that we are this job that we do or this the fact that we're a mother. And we have all these labels that we put on ourselves to describe who we are, but who we really are is that spiritual part of ourselves that is connected to God, that is connected to all that is. And when we can tap into that, um, it really gives us purpose. And like you said, intuition before gives us intuition and gives us a direction on where we should go and, and how we should be, what mission we should be on to be able to fulfill our, our, our purpose on the planet, don't you think? Yeah, exactly right. And so as we compare it to the ego self, the other side, well, we probably could come up with some words pretty easily on that side. We could use words like doubts, worries, anxiety, confusion, indecision, that's a big one, and anger is probably, probably the biggest one that will stretch us away from our soul self, our anger or someone else's. Because anger does serve a purpose in life, and that is to create distance. It distances us from ourselves, from other people, from things that we want, our vision, even distances us from prosperity. So anger is a pretty powerful emotion that can help stretch us away or, or try and stretch us away from who we really are. And so you could probably think of some qualities of the ego self as well. Um, <laughs> Negativity, uh, yeah. A superior, um, uh, yeah, there, there is. There are many that I could that I'm I can't think of right now. But yeah. <laughs> you know, carping at somebody, complaining, looking at what's wrong instead of what's right. Yeah, and so, beating ourselves up and being self-critical. Yes. Oh, yes, that's huge. Mm -hmm. And so, when we're stuck, what's happening is it's never the situation that we're in. It's actually our energy that has become stuck on the left side of the page. Let me say that again. It's never the relationship, the job the job transition, the career, the organization, the finances, it's never the situation, it's your energy that's become stuck about the situation. And so in both of these exercises, what I'm attempting to do on paper in a very practical way is to move you to the right side of the page. Because when you're finding the positive, right, it's really hard to be on the ego side. <laughs> when you're finding the positive, your brain switches over back towards your vision and those things that you want to create, the way you want things to be. And just like when you're looking at the qualities of your soul self in order to solve a situation, right? You're in the soul self. You're not in the ego self being angry about it, 
right? And what we do in my workshops as a, as a third piece of this is we'll take another piece of paper and draw two columns. In the left-hand column, we just write down a bullet point of what our situation is. I feel stuck financially. And on the right column, we begin to write down our greatest strengths. It might be optimism, enthusiasm, creativity, you know, I'm a great listener, whatever, whatever it is. And even those strengths, as we begin to write them down, to help solve the challenge on the left side of the page end up being qualities of our soul self. So you can look at this from a soul spiritual perspective or you can also look at this from the perspective of being a business owner or a CEO or the, the CEO of your family or whatever might fit for you in your particular situation. Yeah, yeah. no, I, uh, I also advocate that before we even sit down and think about um, getting ourselves out of a certain situation or setting a goal or an intention that we really need to be in the right, I call it my happy place or yeah. being in the right state before we do that. So is there an easy way for people to be able to step into those positive emotions? Well, what I typically do in, in my workshops is, is we cut the page in half and use just the stick figure on the right, all these qualities that we've brainstormed, because quite frankly, Natalie, we go up to a hundred strengths in the workshop, so we have quite a bit to choose from. And we end up creating these little bookmarks, and some people bling them up with glitter, and other people, you know, laminate them, and the idea is you can keep this bookmark in whatever book you're reading, your day timer, your iPad, your checkbook, the console of your car, so that whenever um, a wave of emotion comes over us, particularly after a breakup. We get these waves of emotion that just show up out of nowhere, right? Um, or we get a, a call from a bill collector that puts us in into a state. We can easily pull up this bookmark that already has the strengths that in a space where we could really think about it and pull up our very best strengths, now we can just pull up that bookmark as a quick reference. And it's much easier than trying in the moment to you know, dig deep and center with our heart, you know, especially if we're uh, becoming angry. That's really hard to do. So the bookmark is a nice, easy reference. No, it's, it's a great idea. Uh, it, you know, and especially like if you use it in something like a day timer or, or something like that, that having that little reminder, um, you know, it's, and I love the fact that you can bling it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so you're making it fun. You're making it like, you know, this is not a chore. This is not something we have to do, but for us to really step into the better version of ourselves and the better version of our life that we can create because we have control, um, you know, it's supposed to be a fun and, and a really enjoyable process. Yeah. And so let's say we get some bad news, you know, that we were hoping for uh, a particular job and we get the phone call that, that we were passed over. We can make a quick you know, look at our strengths and choose one. Let's say we choose optimism and we can think, okay, how can I be optimistic about this? We're pulling out our own strengths. It's no one else but, but what's already in our heart to help us solve the, day, the daily challenges. The idea is to know that when you, find, when you feel like you're stuck, you're stuck on the left side of the page. It's not the situation. It's not the bad phone call. It's your energy and then learning how to manage these energies when you understand how energy behaves in the universe then it's easier to handle our lives. Yeah. And you know, and the thing is the more that you do that, the more it just becomes natural behavior. Yes. And then before long it's not a conscious effort. It's just that it's just your fallback on what you naturally go into. Yeah. Yeah, because when you call up a friend for empathy, they don't often know what, what your strengths are. They're, they're going to feel your own panic and pull up their own thing about here's what you should do and oh, don't worry about it. And they might not tip on your strengths at all. So it's really better if you've identified your own natural energies and just have them at your fingertips. Absolutely.
Remy, it's been amazing having you here on the show. We actually got to jam a lot of information in there, which is fantastic. Um, so if people want to find out more about you and, and the work that you do, where can we send them? We can send them to getunstuckexpertcafe.com. And what you'll find there is a, a free instant download called How to Get Unstuck and Create a Life You Love. Perfect. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thanks again for joining me, Remy. Thank you. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video uh, and all the information in it. You can do that by clicking the Facebook in the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, I also encourage you to download the app if you haven't done so already um, because you can watch the shows on the go now. You don't necessarily have to be in front of your computer. Make sure that you click on the banner to the side to go straight through to Remy's site from there and leave your email in the box on this page so that I can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's actually valued at $87 and I would love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon. Thank you.